Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Hello, Toby McKinnon from Trot's Life. This week, Garrick Knight has a beautiful range of horses from New Zealand. The best value from New Zealand at the best square metre prices. Knightexports at gmail.com. Garrick R. Knight on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not bad, mate. That's not bad. Uh, a t- you're, you're a tile salesman this week, are you? A tile, yeah. There's a, uh, he does ads for National Tiles. Frank Walker from National Tiles. <laughs> what a, you don't get those ads in I, New Zealand? No, we don't. I tell you what, if you ever get the boot from SEN, you, should, you might be able to pick up some voice work or something somewhere <laughs> for movies or TV or cartoon shows. Uh, I do a good Mrs. Doubtfire as well, actually, and my kids love it. I pretend to be Mrs. Doubtfire, which um, can get a little bit uh, interesting, I suppose, if I take that one step too far. But that's something a bit private and personal, which I probably shouldn't share on radio. <laughs> <laughs> there's, uh, there's a person in the South Island, the racing industry, that uh, gets referred to as Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, I'm not sure the back the, the backstory to that one. All right, let's uh, change this topic. Uh, as much as I'm enjoying this, there's a couple I want to talk about. Emma Joy is in its stall today, race six, number two. Uh, trained by Sonia Smith and Anthony Butts. We have has had, had the two starts here in Australia, so but we haven't had a chance to talk about her, and I figured she's a pretty big player in this race at stall today, mate. Well... You can back her with your money, not mine. That's for sure. <laughs> um, look, she, look, she, she's she's well mannered. Um, she she looked really good on as a two year old. She was an up up and going early, um, you know, running placings. So she might even run a, a third in a listed race or something, you know, as a two year old. And they took her down to Addington, which showed you what they thought of her. She got sick. It was a trip to forget, and she was never the same since. And um, before I came on today, I asked the former trainer about it. I said, you know, have you been watching her? Well, I haven't seen the races. What, what do you make of it? And he said, well, when I, when I sold her, um, I was getting frustrated that she wouldn't run past any other horses. I felt like she wasn't trying, and it doesn't look like anything's changed. So that's from someone who, who knows the horse better than anyone, I would say. Um, and just watching those replays uh, before I came on here, I would probably tend to agree. She, You know, she stepped well. She had a good good trip and just battled to the line, didn't run past anything. So, hey, look, Sonia and Anthony, um, if anyone's going to um, get this horse's mind on the job for them, they, they're you know, a small operation now and um, yeah. they, they have a great strike weight and they do a great job. So we won't um, we won't sell her out completely, this 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 filly, but, yeah, I'd want to see 
a sharp turnaround in her um, in her mind being on the job, shall we say, um, that last couple of furlongs of a race. Yep. Bendigo tonight, we've got a couple to discuss as well, mates. Uh, sweet Mila Jean, first starter over from New Zealand for Colin Godden. He's just a great bloke, Colin. Uh, this one was always going to have Sweet in its name by Sweet Lou out of Sweet Jane. Uh, had the two starts in New Zealand for two placings, which normally, like, that looks pretty good for a race like this, although there is an Andy Gathorse in at Superior Delight who's shown a bit of ability. Yeah, look, um, this is an ideal draw for this filly. She's not a big horse. She's quite slight. Probably be lucky to be 15 hands at, at tops, um, but she's got she's packed with speed. As you said, two starts um, for two placings. I think both were at Addington as well. Um, and they weren't they weren't bad fields, so really good runs. Um, ran through the line super, good sectionals. Um, yeah, I, I would expect, provided she settled in well and Colin's happy with her, she's going to be a major player um, in that in that race from that draw. Likely, I would guess to love the trail and um, be very hard to beat. Short turnaround, mate. Her, her last start was the twenty sixth of August, Addington, at Addington. That's not that long ago, really, is it? No, no, and um, I think she had a week off before she left, and I, I spoke to Colin after she arrived, and I think she had another week off when she got there. So, yeah, probably, hey, without having She'll spoken benefit. to him lead out to this week, perhaps she might be a run short. I, I don't know. I, I, I anticipate she hasn't been at the workouts or trials over there. Um, but these small fields generally, well, New Zealand anyway, they're very uh, ho-hum, slow affairs, where they're just a sprint up the lane usually. Um, so maybe that if, that if that eventuates, that's going to play into her hands. But a more a more uh, a true tempo, maybe maybe not. Yeah, I'm just looking up. Uh, no, she hasn't. Yeah, she's had a trial at Shepparton. She won a trial at Shepparton. Uh, it was an eight horse trial in two one five home in fifty seven six. So off the back yeah. of that. Oh, well, she's a. I'd say she's a winner then this week. She yeah. She should be able to clear maidens pretty quickly. And um, while no champion, she, she's a pretty scopey filly in terms of her potential. That speed's going to take her a long way. Sweet Lou out of a better's mare. Yeah. I think in time, it'll be a, a cross we'll talk about a lot more. We did last week. Um, did we? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we did last week, mate. In, in... Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for a bit of vengeance, uh, Sweet Revenge who's out of a mare called Vengeance, who was an art place mare, and of course this one's by Sweet Lou as well, has had the one start in Australia in fourth at the Yarra Valley uh, at its first up run here, and draws a sticky gate five tonight in Bendigo at race five. Yeah, and I actually watched the video um, of that first up run, it was quite surprising because this horse over here had oh, one, two, three, four, five trainers, and I believe I spoke to all by one of them about that horse at one point or another, and they all said yeah. the same thing. A variation on the term mad puller. Um, not since I was a teenager have I heard that term. Um, <laughs> but it was a common theme, and you go back and watch his run. Did you just say that? Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Over in New Zealand, his best run uh, were when he they, he went to the front and was let run. He's got gate speed. Um, interestingly, James Herbertson drove him back in the field, and he seemed to relax well. So maybe he agrees with the, uh, the different climate there in Victoria. I don't know. Um, 
yeah, different different style of race the other day, and he's going to line fairly. So provided he, he relaxes, he has got ability and he's got speed. But yeah, he's got a few bad manners and a few tricks. So I just want to see a pattern emerge before I go jumping on his back um, with the punt. Ah, Penrith, Thursday night, mate. We've we have a bit of you have a lot of success with these interstate horses. You either seem to declare them and they win, or you you, you tell them yes, you, you sort of uh, let's watch this one and they seem to miss. So uh, I think you had a pretty good strike rate with them. This horse. It's an interesting horse. She's a rose. Uh, it's a better delight mare, so it's destined for a sweet loo in the breeding barn by the sounds of it. Uh, it mm. has only had moderate form in New Zealand, but sometimes you've told us that moderate form's a lot better than it looks. So, and It's it's marked at $3 on harness.org, so it's obviously given a bit of a chance. I think the last one I maybe said that about was one called Splash of Crimson. Oh, and yeah. I think we've seen what's happened yeah. since then. Yeah, so. 100%. Uh, yeah, no, look, this, this me, her, her record, overall record, does not give a true indication of her ability. So I quite like her. She's a nice mare. Um, I don't think they sold her. I think the owners have sent her over. Not the first time they've sent a horse to Australia. Blake Fitzpatrick's glue. Yep. Um Generally was driven quite conservatively over here, and when on when her mind was on the job, or when she was ready, shall we say, um, you know, when she was fit and in a good frame of mind, she could really hit the line hard. So, look, I'll I would say how would I put this delicately? Perhaps she'll benefit from um, regular racing on a on a local track, um, and you know, Blake's horsemanship certainly won't uh, be of any detriment to her. So, I would expect her to take a really good mark over there and um, be very, very um, lucrative for the owners this trip. So, yep, I would expect this week very hard to beat and one to follow going forward. Perhaps even might even slot in Saturday night in the long run and be a factor there. Yeah, okay. She's won. She's had the one trial at Penrith. She won that trial. It was a field of six. They went two, three, seven home in thirty-one, one, twenty-seven, nine. She came from behind and uh, won that trial. Beat a horse called Art of Granger's. Won nine races and uh, has had a race start this preparation. So, uh, off the back of all that, I'd say she's a pretty, pretty bloody good chance at Penrith on Saturday night. Yeah, the only concern I would have, I haven't from memory. I don't remember seeing a lot of gate speed from her, but that could just be because the natural or the instructions perhaps were always to drive her conservatively from the back. Um, it's not like I've seen her try for the lead and miss. So I'd be curious to see what Blake does. You know, Penrith, obviously, well, from my indications, what I've observed anyway, you kind of want to be handy there. Not a very long straight. Um, so probably being forward is where, she's going, where Blake's going to want to be. So watch the tote, watch the markets. Um, if, if they come for it in droves, then get on, get on, on the train, I suppose. Uh, you got some thoughts on the Victoria Cup. If copy that runs, uh, which I think he will. He seems to have pulled up all right by all reports by Ray Green, and he ends up three back the fence. Can he win this race? Yeah, look, Ray's the trainer and the expert at that, so I'll bow to his superior knowledge in that regard about whether the horse is ready. It was disappointing last week. It does sound like he had an excuse. Um, I don't know. I... I... I'm not a fan of horses that whose final lead up for Group One is, is underwhelming for any reason whatsoever. Yeah, and I just thought, you know, the 2200 Melton, I'd like to see see something that's going to be handy. Now, better Eclipse, you tell me this: what's its gate speed like? Is it likely to hold up? 
It's um, or Torrid Saint crossing from the outside, or you know, no, something in between. I don't think so. A better Eclipse has got enough speed and gate speed to hold up if he wants to. I think mm. I, I I often say uh, it's in it's in uh, Greg Sugars' hands the race in a sense as to who he probably hands up to, and I reckon he'd want to hand up to Expensive Ego. So I'd imagine. They'll hold up enough at the start, those two, that then he'll allow Expensive Ego to roll to the front, make sure it does enough work, yeah. hopes it cops some pressure during the race, and then he sprint lanes to try and win. Yeah, you're right. He's, he's in a luxurious position. He's got hmm. three very, very good horses. Expensive Ego, Rock and Roll, Do, Honolulu Bay, drawing outside him. You get the impression whichever one goes, that makes the first a challenge, might get that lead. Um that puts copy that three pegs. I wouldn't want to be coming through from three pegs at, at, at uh, Melton, but that's just me. Um, yeah, there's nothing on the second line, I think, apart from him that probably poses, you know, that looks like the front line's set to dominate. But, hey, I've seen funnier things. And, and I, I'm a great I'm a great interest in this 2240-metre mobile. You know, it's, it's it's a variation from what we're used to, from, you know, the 100 Cup, New Zealand Cup, Auckland Cup, the, the long-distance standing starts. You know, the short yeah. course sprint for a cup. A little unusual. Um, some might argue, you know, it can create a bit of a, you know, flat race. But from memory, last year's event was quite good. I, you know, this, my, my old age, you know, mind forget, uh, I'm getting forgetful. But I do seem to recall a very, very exciting Victoria Cup recently. So, yep, look, good race. Um, if you read if you read Twitter, people will tell you there maybe there might have been a b- b- bit of bias in the field selection. I heard a few people maybe from out of state rumbling that grumbling that maybe the Victorians got um, uh, got the rub of the green there. Any any comment on that? Uh, look, personally, there's a couple of horses in the race I thought were lucky to get in ahead of some others that missed out. And um, like where you've been bopping, I thought. Should have been in the race ahead of a couple of those. Even Supreme Dominator should have been in the race ahead of some some others. I thought. Yeah, well, he's he's a he's a proven classy customer. I see he's hasn't won four starts, but you would like to think that a horse like him couldn't fall out of the top twelve horses. Um, but hey, uh, look, we'll, we'll give whoever made the decision, be it the handicap or the club or whoever does it over there. I'm not sure. Um, I'm sure they applied a certain logic and. This is the field we've got. Um, the main thing is the, the the best five or six horses all made the field, and that that's probably the main thing. Um, and yeah, hopefully we get get a good race out of it. From a Kiwi standpoint, I probably want to see like a like a wildfire um, win because it's it's New Zealand owned actually. I think uh, maybe Triple Eight's the other one. Those oh and Max Shard. So those are the three um, New Zealand owned horses. Obviously, copy that trained here as well. So yep. with a Kiwi flavour, those are probably the four we'll be lumping for over here. All right, Garrick, thank you very much, mate, once again, and uh, look forward to catching up with you again next week. Thank you, sir. There's Garrick Knight and his teenage woes uh, on Trot's Life for another episode.